Hello, traveler. Welcome to the Nerdikin. Who might you be? And what's with those gobs? <laughs> Merry Christmas there. It brightens my heart with such joy that you bring knowledge to these young travelers. They look for strength and honor, and they find it here at the Nerdikin. I wanted to give you gifts, such as these white elephants. And also, if you've been stressed out about these holidays, don't you stress. I'm here to reassure you you've been a good man the entire time, and your travelers are quite the great people. <laughs> well, whoever you are, there's pints of wine, milk, and some sweet treats to fill your belly, though I can see you're already quite full. <laughs> well, welcome in, traveler. There's always home for you here. Andrew, you want to introduce our guest? Yep, we have a special guest with us today on Nerds and Iron. It's baby Nakamoto. Nice the mom. legend. The, myth, <laughs> the Asian redneck asshole himself. Lil Naki. <laughs> emphasis on the asshole. And also emphasis on Andrew's actually the baby Nakamoto. Still is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Always will be. Well, You're welcome. just the redneck. Welcome to the studio, man. Uh, what's it Naki, like being back? Naki. It's it's Dude, weird. You, you, it's normal. You're like in like civilian life. Yeah, it's actually weird being back in civilian life. No military stuff. Just I can sleep in all I want. Freaking eat whenever I want. Drink whenever I want. It's all great. So does it ever feel weird for you to get back into Butt County and Paradise? Paradise. I love how much effort you put into that Southern accent. It was great. Yeah, shut up. I've been working on it. So, so what's it like being back, man? Yeah, is it ever weird for you to come back? I mean, it's definitely freaking weird, especially after the fire and everything, because when I left, everything was still there. Yeah, how so. was that? So you so you showed up super late when you pulled in, right? So you yeah. didn't get to see it until daytime? Yeah, so I actually came back right after the fire, too. I just couldn't really see anything, because it was all rubble and everything. But now that rubble's cleared, it's way different. And it's yeah, weird. You were in blackout when it happened, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just got out of blackout when it was, like, really hitting. I literally just turned my phone on and found out all the reports. I got a text saying, hey, Paradise is burned down. I'm like, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah, so yeah. we did an episode. I mean, you heard it where, oh, yeah. where Andrew talked it. about it all. So, I mean, what was it like for you being so far away? Because I, I imagine you handled it like Andrew did, just kind of like, this is happening and it is what it is. What was so, it like, though? I mean, you're far away. So Where were you at every, the time? I was actually in Southern California at NTC. So I was in the state and we actually drove through on I-5 and we could see the smoke and everything like that oh, wow. from, the, from the interstate. I pretty much just brushed it aside and didn't really focus on it because, I mean, had bigger shit to do. And it's like, what could you do with it? Yeah, really, couldn't really do far. nothing. Yeah. I was, then the only time that it actually got like, oh shit, this is getting real, is when we were driving up and we stopped in uh, Red Bluff. And there was ash raining down. And it was like, what's this crap? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's paradise. Fuck. Yeah, this is my hometown. I'm like, what? This town? I'm like, no, the ash raining down. I'm like, what? And then finally they said, oh, yeah, by the way, you guys can drink. So I'm like, hey, 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 give me a bottle of Jameson. And I was drunk the rest of the drive. Man, that's uh, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was an experience. Um, well, it's, it's nice to have you here, man. Uh, we actually, we all celebrated last night. Though. We had a white mm -hmm. elephant. <laughs> first time first actual time that noel caitlin noel's family and miguel ever met dipshit that's a great experience <laughs> well, we, well the funny thing was i called like the first time you met them last night i was like calling to you like christopher christopher you're not paying attention so i just yelled dipshit and you turned around and they, <laughs> that's well, I got a nice they, they all just thought it was hilarious that you responded to that <laughs> I respond to damn near anything. Well, it wasn't Except the first your actual fucking name. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it wasn't the first time uh, we'd met. Well, I had met you. You, yeah. we, we got a little brief introduction. You were just really quiet. You looked tired. <laughs> I was extremely so fucking your tired from that. So when we uh, brought him to your place last year, we just picked him up from the airport in Sac, and he was asleep the majority of the drive. So when you saw him. My mom and dad literally shook him and said, wake up. Yeah, that, so keep in mind, that was me without any nicotine or caffeine, so I was a zombie. Dude, you were, so you were like hyped up as like this crazy, well, I finally saw it now, but yeah. but like when I saw you, then I was like, after, was after you left, right? I, I told Cam, like, that's the crazy guy, like, Andrew talks more, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. No, that's not, you finally got, you were, you were, well, even then, that's still just 
the top layer of everything. I I can't let you get all the way deep into the real craziness. <laughs> yeah, we, we only had three hours. That's not nearly enough yeah. time. We need three weeks. Yeah. 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 It's after we left. I did message Noel and was like, so yeah, that's him when he's asleep. Like yeah. he, he he's his eyes are open, kind of. I mean, they're slitted, but they're kind of open. He's walking, but he's still asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of bummed out you didn't take my white claw. What what's your <laughs> Asked you for a white claw, like, uh, and very, very nicely said no. Well, no. So, no, so nicely said no, but what he actually did was not the nice thing. Uh, I was like, Do you want a white claw? He grabbed his crotch, like, Nope, they're still there. <laughs> I still have my testicles attached to me, so no, I will not be participating in the claws. You would just, like, make Thomas. I feel, cry. I feel like if you tried opening a white claw, your liver would come out and, like, just straight punch it, like, not let you drink. No, it. And they'd be like, don't, just don't insult me with this. It would leave. It would come up. It would, like, pretty much make me puke it up, and it would just walk away and just, like, all right, well, now I have no liver. This is an insult. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna act like a bitch? I'm leaving like a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, ate a lot of food. Yeah, yeah, we were there for a while. It actually turned those out to be... sliders were amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those were fr- shout out to Caitlin. Those were absolutely amazing. But it was actually a pretty good turnout. I'm surprised that my little place like held that many heads. That was a lot of people. How many was that in the picture? Oh uh, shit! So we let's had, see. Like, there was. There was. A, I mean, there was like it you, had to have been... Caitlin, me, Naki, uh, Katie. Oh, wait, wait, the picture's right sister. here. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15 heads in that Holy tiny little crap. spot. That's yeah. the, and that's easily the most we've ever had in the house at once. And I mean, it, was, it, it was comfortable fitting, too. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like it was like like shoulder, shoulder, yeah. shoulder. Yeah, did my, not think it was that many. Cats weren't a fan of it. Atari was kind of exploring it. Zoro was like, fuck y'all. Hit me up when you guys leave. <laughs> 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 no, it was cool, though. It was uh, went outside, chilled, got to know Christopher a little more. Mm-hmm. He told some other stories off air that we, oh, we, yeah. we won't be airing. <laughs> some <Fuck>. special <laughs> stories. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Glad you're able to join us, man. Um... Dude, guys, I just got done Christmas shopping. Holy crap, Chico is nuts right now. That's why I don't kiss the, the mall. Yeah. The mall was like the purge, dude. <laughs> dude, I like you got the little alarm going off. Well, see, the only time I did Christmas shopping, like actual Christmas shopping this year, was the shirts I got everybody. So at the White Elephant gift when I showed up with Naki and Katie, yeah, I had three extra shirts for Miguel, uh, Noel, and Kate. Oh yeah. We posted them about it. You guys, we have official merch out. So, well, for us. So, we're, this is like the beta testing. We're, we're special. <laughs> so, like, the shirts say Nerds and Iron on the front, and then each one has a special little saying on the back. So, anybody that's been listening since episode one will understand the names on the back. I'm Quadzilla. <laughs> Homeboy, a bronze psycho over here is Iron Back. <laughs> and then after, was it episode eight or no, seven that came out? The little head? Yeah. <laughs> roast me about my little head. I just put sho- uh, shoulder or boulder shoulders. Shout out to my boss. And then Caitlin, Wait, which, which you, need, you need to thank your brother for those shoulders, dude. Yeah. yeah. No. Actually, no, no, Christopher's to, the one that. take my head. I have a seven and five eighths head. Like, Big that's, ass dome. That's, that's the hat size I wear, and that's tight. That's still yeah. on my head. Yeah, no, so he ha- he's the big ass head. The other thing is my shoulders are almost double the size of his, but he called me out when we were working out one time of why are your shoulders so fucking weak and they're so big <laughs> because he could shoulder press more than me. Jeez. Four reps. It's all about functionality. Like he could equal and beat well, my reps. Well, hold on. That's a perfect little thing to cover there. Just because the muscles are big doesn't mean they're going to be strong. I mean, look at the bodybuilders. They're not they're not significantly stronger than like your power lifters and stuff. Oh, they're much weaker, actually. They're much, much weaker. I mean, and so think about it. I mean, how many times do you have to hold stuff over your head, Christopher? Uh, in the military. <laughs> in the military. Damn near every day. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, day. so that's just, that's repetitive and like a shoulder, it's a lot of frequency, yeah. you know? Yep. Speaking of that, when you look at Olympic lifters, they're pretty small themselves. Some of those dudes or they're jacked, fat. Though. Some are jacked. Yeah, yeah some yeah. are jacked. Or, or they're fat. fat. Yeah. yeah, I have seen a fat Olympic lifter. It's just kind of funny. Well, um, guys, I actually read, was reading this article. Um, Downward tilting toilets. <laughs> so, so, so these toilets are actually designed for you to not be on the shitter for days. They're being released in the UK, I believe. Yeah, the, yeah, the UK, yeah. they angle it uh, just a little bit. It's, it's not much, uh, right? 13 degrees. Uh, 13 yeah. degrees, so it's very uncomfortable. So it's to make it, it's to emulate basically a wall sit. Obviously not that long, but I guess companies will be getting, so their way of saying it is to help improve posture. 
bullshit. They're yeah, tired of us shit posting the on <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> yeah, literally shit posting. It says right here on the CBS <laughs> article, its main benefit is to the employers, not the employees. It saves the employer money. <laughs> it's, it's corporate literally saying, fuck you. Well, you can't escape hey, us hey, now. Hey. Wait, so would the army do something like this to you guys? Hands down, they definitely would. If they could get it for cheap. They would just take away the toilets. <laughs> well, hey, hey, just, just give you a whole I know, I know for a fact, the military, if they didn't have to have toilets, they would get rid of them. It's like, no, you can't go to the bathroom. You're at work. What are you doing? Or just give you a little hole in the ground. They actually have that in Korea. Like, yeah. What? Bath- real? Well, well, so ba- that's public- actually something that the TV show MASH did pretty well, right? Yeah. That they would dig a hole, public bathrooms, put something there, and it's like, there you go. That, wait, public bathrooms, uh, a lot of them are legit holes in the ground. So you literally have to get down into a proper squat. Yep. Whoa! Imagine how bad squat Asian mechanics. Squatting. I actually I was at a train station and the, they do have normal toilets because obviously Americanized. But someone was in that one and I'm looking at the hole in the ground and looking at the toilets. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> so I actually had to go and do the air squat and everything. Like it's not a small hole, but you're still just squatting. So is, is the hole like big enough to where you could fall it's in? It's about it's about the same size of a normal toilet bowl. But you definitely can't fall in because it's got a little ridge around it, like a raised lip. Okay, okay. So okay. you can't fall into the shithole. Although, you would probably be able to find a way. Can, if can I you was tell, drunk. Can you tell there's some people with bad aim? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. that's actually one thing that I learned from our grandfather because he would go on business trips overseas. He said, depending on the area, some hotels would have holes in the ground or they would have an actual toilet. But you had to specify what style of a... Uh, room you wanted additionally certain areas of the world they only shake you give you a handshake with their right hand wow or their Whoa. left hand. i forget exactly which side <laughs> no, but it's, it's like they will not shake your hand with the other because that's what they use to wipe their ass with oh yeah, yeah I it's heard their about left that. hand is the one that they wipe their ass okay. with because so most of the like, world is right-handed yeah so if you end up like holding the hand out to shake someone's like a like it's, it's, it's like an ult- you ultimate fuck to you. wave at them or shake their hand. They're saying, fuck you, bud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean. It's, Slap you with your left hand. Watch. It's an article is going to come out saying shit posting gone down, you know, 20%. <laughs> well, I got to talk this Christmas shopping craziness at the mall and everything. Actually, uh, I was on my way to get coffee and this dude was coming from. The, so it's crazy. I got a front row seat and I almost got hit. This guy in a Tahoe takes his left turn at a green light and he was trying to show off i don't know to who in a tahoe you know suv drivers are the ones that are always on your ass so they're always the one that drives like idiots well this dude spun out and he ended up like kind of like almost hitting me and i'm waiting you know to go to best buy and this dude like spins out puts it in reverse burns out reverse he's trying to be cool then burns out forward again almost loses his shit and i'm like wow this is armageddon and chico right now and this is in the middle of crazy traffic like everyone around him stopped and people are honking and everything oh, like well, see, and shit? yeah it was, yeah it was out for yeah the other thing because christmas is next week uh people are really fucking rude now I, when i was in uh cali custom who did the shirts for us uh one woman just kept going in and out was complaining that her order was not ready and they explained that the machinery everything that they would use just crapped out on them so they they're behind orders uh, she left, then came back, was still upset that they're not done yet, and he said, like, I'm backed up, like, ten people back. Jeez. You're number five, I'm still working on number one. Was really bitchy about that, and said, I'm going to wait outside where I can actually hear something. Which, by the way, their sound system is pretty impressive. It's like one little TV bar thing, but it's loud enough to cover the entire uh, yeah, Sound bars are no joke. Yeah. So, actually, we got the shirts for a 15% discount. Because I was so patient and polite and nice with them, they're like, "Thank you for being patient with us, and just thank you for not being a dick." See, wow. yeah. see, not being a piece of shit does pay off. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, as, as, <laughs> I used to. You work, would not know that. I worked in I worked in Save Mart during high school, and, and yeah, I worked at Safeway, are, and I think you were Save Mart. When I Save More, Save yeah. More. So There's, yeah, the Save More, Safeway, assholes. and Save Mart, and the best way to not get what you want is to piss us off or. The shelf is like empty, and you ask, "Can you oh, go can you checking go, back?" Can you check Odds back? are, yeah, fuck like off. if it was me, I just went back, pulled my phone out, just kind of hung out. Oh no, they, they, and, like, oh, yeah. went out and it's like, "Yeah, we don't have anything." No, they're they're not, be oh, you'd, we you'd actually we don't go back anything. to them. I would actually just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I would check. I'd say, "Okay, let me check the bag." Okay, I'm gonna go up to the front and I'll go get carts or something. No, if you, if they're you, still standing there. If people were cool, yeah, I'd go. But yeah, I worked produce for like two years, so I would totally i'd go in the back and pull out my phone check facebook for like 10 minutes they'd wait mm-hmm. the entire time and i'm like oh, i really looked it's just it's nothing yeah i'm sorry you know and then just yeah i was Fuck. really hoping to find them freaking tomatoes for you well <laughs> definitely 
<laughs> Fuck working customer service, though, man. That's been oh, one yeah. of the one toughest. in general. So, what do you guys think of that new sport that's out? The World Chase Tag? It's legit. That looks awesome. Tag is dope, so, it, it, so like, this thing is like a parkour course. And so, the rules are you get 20 seconds each. So, let's say you and Miguel were, were playing with your messed up back. I'd fucking destroy you. Um, <laughs> by, so, by the way, Miguel's nickname on the shirt is Ironback. <laughs> <laughs> so, you get 20 seconds to tag the other person. Once those 20 seconds are up or the other person gets tagged, then it just switches. The other one has to tag you. It's back and forth. And at the end of X amount of rounds, you know, the winner is on there. But you know what? It's kind of nice that there's a sport that actually involves you moving that's well, been introduced. I, I think because a lot of these new sports have been kind of like poker. You know? well, well, yeah. <laughs> but I think the founder of it just watched a bunch of kids play tag on play structures. It's like, I remember that being a really fun thing to do. Let's bring that back for adults. Do you remember, like, freaking ball tag? Yeah, so that was Christopher and I used to go to Paradise Advents Academy, and they had this decent play structure. And they, that was back when they also had the uh, rubber, like the actual old rubber balls that hurt like the a ones bitch that, if you got hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can still wow. hear in your like nightmares. Kick, yeah, for a kickball, dodgeball, well, we had ball tag. Where it's much you ran around and whoever had the ball had to hit someone. If you got hit, you're it now and have to go and hit someone else. If you catch it, you're not it, but you can drop kick the ball wherever yeah, the fuck you, can you make want. The, you can make the fucker go run across the field. Yeah, so, <laughs> but you had this play structure, so you'd have kids running up, going down the slides, trying to somersault outside of the tube ones because the angle was such that once you go down there, you're kind of fucked. So if you don't Jeez. like shoot out, roll, you're going to get hit. If you stay in the slide, they just like throw the ball down. There was a way to angle it to where it just like whipped around and hit you. But you'd also have kids climb on the outside of it, then jump off the structure to tr- avoid being tagged. Oh wow! So I'm pretty Whoa. sure, like an adult, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure an adult just thought back, like, yeah, that was a lot of fucking fun back in the day. Yeah. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Let's for make adults. money on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we that, go. That, actually, that, that ball you're telling me that, that reminds me of uh, back in elementary school. That was when we played. It was dude, Miguel. Do you remember the ball wall? So oh, there was a, there was this there was this uh, wooden wall that we had and yeah. and so you'd be kicking a bunch of soccer balls and dodgeballs anything that we could get our hands on kick it you can kick it you're good and if you miss the wall which I don't know how the hell you'd miss but if you fuck up the ball somehow you have to go to the wall face it and everyone that's playing gets each gets a ball and gets to like uh, try to hit you in the ass in the yeah. back whatever my god what so, a brutal wait, 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 game wait. that was so, so we had another one uh the way that school is laid out we had a like a brick wall that everyone would kind of mark out from this divide to this divide is the boundary and we called three ball? no three buns up three buns that's up so but we but we had that little <laughs> so again we had the rubber balls but we also had the tiny rubber ball the little racket ball kind of so things. it was the rules for us i don't know if it was the same like all over the place but you just throw it against the wall there's no turns it's just whoever gets the ball catches it throws it if you fail to catch it and kind of hits you you have to haul ass to the wall before someone else hits the wall and there were two versions of how the game went if the ball hit the wall before you were able to the person who threw the ball gets to peg you jeez if they miss you're you're free to go the other version was everyone gets to hit you. <laughs> yeah, see that. <laughs> if we went with the bigger ball, the other rule was they could kick the ball at you. Jeez. Woo. So you guys remember this. So that was basically the same concept. Remember, you guys, this was like the early thousands before heavy political correctness. We called it smear the queer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We still had that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have third graders saying, like, want to play Smear at the Queer? I remember I got... <laughs> no idea what the fuck that meant, but I we got that, sent that. to the fucking principal's office in fourth grade, because they're like, what were you guys doing out on the field? It didn't look like football. I'm like, oh, we were playing Smear the Queer, Miss Clark. <laughs> and she's like, Smear the what? I'm like, Smear the Queer. She's like, do you know what you're saying? I'm like, it's a game, ain't it? Go to the principal's office right now. Like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I got in trouble like that once too. My dad would say, "God damn it!" The things when he'd get mad, and I'm a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little Mexican kid in third grade. I didn't know bad words. I knew the bad words in Spanish. Because uh, Spanish is actually my first language that I'd learned, and I got an answer wrong in class, and and I said, "God damn it!" Like out loud, and the teacher was like, "Go to the principal's office." Now I was like, "Why?" And then honestly, then I remember sitting there like, like, like in eighth grade. Now it's like five years later, and I, and I was like, "Oh, that was a bad." And I just remembered like, that was a bad. That's why I got in trouble. Well, and actually, and I ran into my third grade teacher 
when I was working at as in the produce store and uh, I actually told her, Oh my god, remember you got me in trouble for saying and I like like spelled it out like all scared. You know? <laughs> she, she laughed and I'm like, I legit didn't know that was a bad word. I'm sorry. <laughs> well so Christopher also got sent to the principal's office with uh, his best friend at the time in second grade. Yes. Because they thought wait, first or second, I'm pretty sure it was second. It was second because he left after that year. They thought it was a brilliant idea. So the way that the school was laid out was the elementary was at the entrance of the school and they would have this long road that would go all the way to the exit kind of like a really long circle so all the cars would enter then you go down and there's another building that was the middle school from fifth grade to eighth grade keep on going then you get to the academy which was the high school so christopher and his friend decide since all the cars are coming like right in front of where they are they uh walked up to pretty much the little driveway thing and turned around and then mooned everyone jesus what (laughs) every one you have this little white kid and this little asian kid mooning everything (laughs) no like what what popped into your head that made you think that was a good idea i don't know actually actually it was was second grade i don't know what the half half the shit i did was for (laughs) it could have been freaking like middle school i don't know what half the shit i did in middle school was for it was funny wasn't it (laughs) yeah so honestly yeah story of my life so switching gears, actually, I um, while I was training one of my clients, a Lady Gaga song came on. It was Poker Face, and I was like actually humming it, humming it as it was going. So then uh, I realized, oh my god, like it's something I don't admit. It's totally one of my guilty pleasures. So I'm actually curious what you guys' guilty pleasures are. I'm gonna start off with mine. Cause so do not hold back. All right. His knuckles, so, Luke Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 what do you guys don't see right now? Fighting words right there. <laughs> Is one, it's okay, once, man. I'll open it up. I want, I want to hear. What was like once Noel said? What are your guys' guilty pleasures? Naki just like leans back, like, what is some of my guilty pleasures? I don't pleasures? even know something you're not. So you don't it, want to. I make, have no guilt. Put it. Put it this. Yeah. To the have shame a guilty wizard pleasure, you have to have guilt about it. <laughs> like the shame wizard from Big Mouth never touched Christopher. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Okay, I'll, shame me. I'll be straight up. I'm actually a huge fan of <laughs> Megan Trainer. I like her music. I don't know why. I don't know why. And people are like, really? I'm like, I don't know why. And I, so it's like, if it's on, I'm like, mm-hmm, humming it. And but it's like, keep, keep it to myself and not say anything, you know? And I'm actually a big fan of Lady Gaga, too, especially after her documentary. I was like, you know what? She's cool. Her music's all right. And she's actually kind of normalized now. So it's, it's like, it's not weird now, right? I was going to no. say, like, I don't really see a problem with liking Lady Gaga. I like Lady Gaga. I see. Yeah, okay. I think uh, everyone here does. Yeah. Like, okay. poker face, I'll be sitting with a client and I have my, like, head bobbing back and forth. It's like, yeah, yeah. Da, yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. I, work, I work alone in a warehouse, so, like, randomly, during all the work, something comes into my head and it just goes, I live for the applause. <laughs> applause. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Noel, since Lady Gaga doesn't count, what is a guilty pleasure for you since you started this whole shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, Megan Trainer. 100%. Megan so, the song, uh, what, My Future Husband, I'm like, that's a good song. I mean, I was like, she's singing it to me, obviously. Um, you know yeah you got like what is that song it's i'm all about it you know so how about you i am still thinking i'm really trying to think what is a guilty pleasure <laughs> I, I hide. let it out come on let's Lil, see. Lil boom already dead it's where this little anime chick just sings in front of a rap beat what <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> please put something in the show notes like a link to one of the songs i have no idea what you're talking about Wait, so are we just talking like music guilty oh, just in general just, just in general just in general oh, <laughs> okay, Naki, you're I up. really don't know because I don't have guilt about any of my like, which would be weird habits or nothing. Literally, when I'm thinking like, well, is it is it like a guilty pleasure? I like walking around my room butt ass naked. No, that's actually kind of normal. I bet a lot of people would do it if they could. That's nothing weird about that actually. No. That's the thing. I'm trying to think of stuff that people would see. As well, no, like so, something you don't really want to admit around people. I'll admit anything. That's the problem. <laughs> That's scary. Like, 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 <laughs> see, there is no shame in my game. So, so it's like, there's stuff I won't bring up like on my own, but if it comes up, I will share. Well, you'll bring it up because someone else already admitted something I'm talking about right now. Not like, like right now, if, like if it was brought up, I would talk about it, but something that, there's plenty of stuff that's like I'm, I won't hide it, but I'm not going to. What about your Magic it. the Gathering fetish? That's, that's honestly, it's not a fetish. <laughs> it is not a fetish. <laughs> Uh, it's I'm not sorry, a fetish. You, I'm sorry, but, Yu-Gi-Oh fetish. See, okay, it's okay, nice no, to be no, the so brothers because now we're able to pull it out. <laughs> I, I was honestly thinking that was probably be what I was going to say. Like, I still not right now because I don't have money, but I still collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I build decks, and I still have Magic: The Gathering cards. Do you have any hard decks? Hard decks? Like what? 
I did not. This is great. I love having these two together. <laughs> the fact that you don't get it makes it all makes it no, all so it, much better. It's connecting. I'm just behind you. So it's not it's, with the hard deck. You're not. So I seem. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew is Magic the Gathering. Miguel is the little anime chick that raps. And for me, it's gonna be Megan Train. It seems like Christopher just isn't guilty about I'm, anything. I'm shameless. If you, can, <laughs> if you can, if you can pull up something that I do as like a habit, it's like, whoa, are you guilty about this? And I think about it. Chances are, I'm gonna be. No, I ain't fucking guilty about so, it. So, what's your stance? I'm on thinking. Hands? Anybody else here has seen Big Mouth? Head, to Hell some degree, yes. Right? Yep. Have you, Naki? Uh, most of it. I haven't so, seen every little. So bit. Does anyone know the Shame Wizard? The Shame mm-hmm. Wizard. Yes. So yeah, it's like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one episode where they all tell him to go away, and he's like, okay. I, everyone starts admitting I, we, shit. Everyone does everything that what they're shameful of. Yeah, that was just Christopher from day one. Just not giving a no, fuck. It's yeah. like, no, it's not from day. Like I used to have stuff. Where I'm like, oh, I'm so ashamed of like this. I enjoy this. Military. It's like, no, I really don't give a shit because <laughs> I work with a bunch of people who are all heathens. So nothing is like nothing is off the wall and weird nice. anymore. Sacred. So it, there's really nothing sacred. Like I, we've had conversations about like our favorite porn stars and our favorite kind of porns in the middle of the motor pool just because we got bored <laughs> the darkest little bits of people who would be mortified talk about that stuff. we go there for fun <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, the military tends to be a great what source for dark humor right oh extremely great uh. like if you want if you want to test your boundaries of like oh i'm i'm super not pc i don't care about that fucking listen to some of the military jokes because <laughs> a lot of people will get butthurt about a lot of the jokes we make greetings traveler did you miss that big jolly warlock that walked in here he left you this bottle go ahead and open it and see what's inside uh looks like knowledge oh, i don't know about what but let's go ahead and look at it All right, let's get into some. Let's get into stress. Stress seems to be one that a lot of people underestimate. There's so much to stress. So actually, before we get too much into the sciencey stuff and the nerdy stuff, stress, Christopher, how much stress do you put up with in a day? All of it. So the military is actually one of the highest stress jobs, not just based on like, oh, you're going to a combat zone or something like that, but literally anything that you do is being watched. So you're oh, wow. stressing about that all the time. You're stressing about like for me working on trucks like, "Oh, if I if I mess up one thing on this truck, the entire wheel can fall off, it can blow up, people's lives are on the line." Oh wow. With everything you do. So there there's a lot of stress in the military. So how do you handle it? Chew. I mean, it's not the best thing, but yeah, I, I chew. I'd use nicotine, but I'll play I'll go to the gym. The gym is a is the main one that I get my stress out on cuz you can't really be stressed out if you're dead tired. But then also just like Get back to my room, relax, try and not like look at my phone so much because that's I use that for work, so that's like a sense of work that I'm holding. Yeah. So I'll try and like play video games, eat. If I really like, I'm super stressed out. I do drink a little bit. If it's a weekday, <laughs> like one bottle. It's, it's everything we don't it, talk about. <laughs> if it's if it's a weekday, then yes, it's a little bit. But weekends, <laughs> but no. So most of the times, it's enough just to like play video games. Just go just to the gym. Do something to distract yourself from the shit that yeah, and not think about. anything military. That's the biggest thing to get if you're in the military and you're stressed out. Don't think about the military when you're not in your uniform. Like, don't think about it. Don't think about oh, I got to do this. Just relax. It's it's gonna be handled. So yeah, I so I read an article. Actually, one of my clients sent me an article about this, and you hit at least two of the uh, five things that they said. What, how to handle Dang, stress? I'm unintentionally right. smart. <laughs> eh, not sure about that. So one of them was, or right, so step one is learn to let go of what you can't control and focus on yourself instead. From what you just said, it's more the it's going to be there. It's going to be this way anyway. So why fucking yeah, the, stress? The so military much over? is a constant thing. Well, you're one little if you mess something up at work and you're stressed about it. Your one little mess up is not gonna fuck everything up and fuck your entire career or anything that people normally stress well, about. Actually, Andrew, before we get into the what to do, let's dive into what what is it that sucks so much about stress. We hear stress all the time, like, hey, like a manager's stress is always I mean, that phrase is used so much. I mean, what is wrong with stress? What ends up happening well, over time? Okay, so, so, so the chronic stress. So, so here here's a few things about stress. You have emotional stress, you have mental stress, and physical stress. Within all that, the same thing is you have oxidative stress, which is basically when 
these little molecules or chemicals go around and damage the crap out of your cell. So what that does is it having high levels of stress and chronic stress are connected with like uh, type one diabetes. If you are, if you have the gene or you are open to having type one diabetes to begin with, it can really just activate it and push into that. In which case, there's even more stress. So like stress induced diabetes. Jeez. Yep. It can. It is connected with Alzheimer's, dementia, cancer, high blood pressure, heart attacks, uh, increased cardiovascular related diseases. So it is connected to pretty much everything. So when we're in stress, we're not made to be in chronic stress. Our body is designed to get short bouts of stress. Think about it. As hunter-gatherers, when we are, we see a jaguar that's going to eat us, run, either you die and you died or you made it and you're happy. You're pumped. You're like, ah, it didn't kill me. Hell yeah. And then stress is over, you know. But here we have our, to me, I imagine my phone as like a to-do list that everyone else in the world kind of makes for me. you got your emails that people sent you. You've got text messages. Like my clients, you know, how I am to reschedule and stuff. That's a to-do list for me. Somebody else says, hey, I need you to pick this up. You know, that. So, I mean, that's a constant, like you had said, Christopher, it's a constant source of stress, mm-hmm. you know, especially with work. I mean, you, you yeah. hit it right in the head there. And so what sucks about stress so much is that you're, you're in high state of cortisol. I mean, so cortisol... It's, the stress hormone. Yeah, it's it, exactly what it, it is. It'll make it... So if you're trying to lose weight or lose body fat, cortisol does the opposite effect. Yeah. It helps you break up your muscle or the proteins and turn that into... Well, and the reason that, that happens is when you're in a high stress, the body's ready for like a fight and flight reaction. It's ready to go do something like it. Think, it doesn't know if, if the email is stressing you out. That, oh, you need to have all these done by whatever, whatever, some crazy quota or some crazy deadline. It Whether it's that or a Jaguar is about to eat you, your, your body is physically ready for action. So it's not it's not ready. It's, it, well, it's not in a state of repair. It's not, you know, working or anything like that. It's trying to get you out of a certain situation. But if you're stressed all the time, your body's constantly in that state. It never gets to, what, rest and digest. You, you never get to go to that. Your sleep is off. Your melatonin production goes down. Your testosterone goes down. Your growth hormone goes down. So know. if you break it down, get, getting a little bit more simplistic with it, if you're in a high-stress state like the fight or flight, that means you can't build anything because you need to be relaxed for that. So everything that's connected with building your body and repairing and maintenance is going to drop down. Everything that will break it down, that will give you energy you can use immediately is going to go up. Cortisol will go up. GABA is a neurotransmitter in your brain that pretty much helps you go to sleep. It's the basic thing. It gets really ridiculous what it does in complexity, but it essentially helps you go to sleep. It's a depressant. Yeah. So if you're super stressed, that goes down, which then is connected with sleep apnea. Yeah. Well, also when your melatonin production goes down, melatonin is anti-cancerous. So now you're not sleeping, your chances of cancer go up. And to me, this is why you guys ever heard of those blue zones? A blue zone is an area where people live like a ridiculous amounts of time. They like the life expectancy a lot higher there. They tend to be in areas where the country's not all the way developed. And so if you think of modern society, we are in a place where we're constantly bowed by stress. We have traffic. We have this going on. We have that work emails, text messages. The phone's always going off. You're dealing with internet trolls online. That's constant stress. And, but when you're out in those blue zones, life is a little more calm. Like I'm, I remember when I went to Mexico and I went out to El Rancho and went to go see family that has no electricity or anything. It's just chill. You, the phone, you don't really get reception out there. So it's not something that I had to deal with. And I just remember that day, I was stressing about other things like, like where did take a crap you know yeah. <laughs> like things like that and so but as far as um life itself there you're just chilling you're sitting and that's all you're thinking you're not thinking about anything else which is kind of nice you know so i think stress is playing a big part of why life expectancy isn't as high as it could be and i think it's being underrated at how bad it is for health and then the other thing that's connected with it is how you manage it and deal with it yeah like naki pointed out there's there are some good things of how he manages his stress yeah like the working out part that's great dude that's great yeah now that little bit of uh that little bit of alcohol or a little bit a a lot of it a lot of it if it's a weekend to keep in mind he has a really Uh, uh, high tolerance i got you covered this is a psa from the military members drinking is not the answer there you go now you can't get in trouble (laughs) there you go do as i say not as i do especially that one (laughs) well i mean so Let's talk about uh, the ways that we should manage stress. So there's five things. There's an article I read that had five steps or five yeah, things. Yeah, you were diving into that. Oddly enough, Christopher hit at least two of them, 
without even really thinking about it. So one, and number one, as we already went over, was learn to go to let go of what you can't control and focus on yourself instead. So people would think, well, that's easier said than done. It actually is kind of the opposite. That what that step is talking talking about is understand what you can't change. Yeah, and then focus on how you can respond to that. If like the military is going to suck or be very stressful, you can try fighting it and stressing over the fact that I'm going to try to make it not so stressful, in which case you're going to lose. Or you can focus more on how am I going to respond to it being stressful. Yeah, people try doing too much, so they'll stress about all these little details of things that it's like, just relax. Trust me, stressing about it is not going to change anything, so don't. And then like step two, this is one Christopher actually just is, develop your assertiveness skills. So for those who have the pro- an issue saying no, so if you're at work and people are giving you projects upon more projects, asking for your help, learning just say no and being okay with saying no was one thing because that will cut a lot of your stress out. Yeah, people try being people pleasers. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty of that. I try, I put on a lot on my plate and I end up kind of shooting myself in the foot. See, that's one of the great things. I don't try and please nobody. So that little portion <laughs> of stress is taken out. Like, yeah, it really like does I said, help. it's not a step that it he actually help. worked on, but it's just how he is. Well, cause and like, it works. The perfect yeah. example of it is when I first got to my unit, they'd ask me to like, oh, can you help us service on this truck, this truck? And I was running everywhere. I was getting stressed out. I was running to trucks, literally like working through lunch. Then eventually I was sitting there like, wait, they gotten too used to me doing everything for them, and now they're kind of screwing me over. You know what? I'm going to cut that out a bit. Say as, nah. soon, as soon as I cut that out, I'm like, hey, can you go on this? No. <laughs> hey, can, can, you, can you stay a little late? And work? No. Uh-uh. For some reason, I have no problem picturing that. It's like, no. I, I, don't, I can it imagine a few other words that he's saying. It's yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. no. Well, no. It just depends on the rank of how many words I say. Yeah. But most of the time, the, the general gist was, no, I, I did my work for the day. I am happy with what I did today, so uh, I'm good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go relax now. So for all our listeners out there, Christopher says things in a very, in many cases, sees life in black and white. A lot of his statements are very simple and straightforward that can make people not like him. That he makes it too simple. The actual very truth blunt. to it, yeah, very blunt. But if you sit down and actually think about some of the advice he'll say or some of the things that he will say, there's a lot more underneath it if you really want to dissect it. He'll deny it and say that you're being a bitch and overthinking it because that's exactly what he told me. You can overthink all you want. But <laughs> for those who are looking for solutions, there is a level of truth in what he says and how he looks at life i just put it very bluntly because i live in a very blunt life (laughs) so step three was put together a portable anti-stress kit in this article they say stuff like essential oils fidget spinners photos of their loved ones uh, affirmation cards stress balls i know christopher right now is thinking you fucking pussy (laughs) no all i'm thinking is they they need all of those pieces for their anti-stress kit i only need one what is that well actually (laughs) <laughs> I'd say I'd say two, two. Copenhagen. No, it, it wouldn't need to be the Copenhagen. I have that in my system all the time. He also has that tattooed to yeah, his it's chest. Also tattooed on my chest uh, for everyone's true. reference. But no, it'd literally just be fucking little bottle, Jameson. Just a little <laughs> so that's where that PSA comes in. Yes, uh, once again PSA. But it doesn't have to be stress balls. It doesn't have to be essential oils. Whatever it is that helps you relax or takes the stress away from you. If it is a card game. Don't give me that look. If it's just a card game, like it's actual do, diamonds, do, 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 spades, all yeah. that, have that with you. If it is a pic- photo of a loved one, have that. If it is this fidget spinner, which Christopher would break, uh, keep it away from him. Oh, no, I have fun with fidget spinners. You ever use a uh, compressed air with those things? Whoa. They get freaking going. Uh, and that's how the military boys entertain themselves. <laughs> one oh, wait, of many ways. There's a lot. Okay, so step four was use a journal to dump your worries on paper and boost your gratitude. There is a level of truth to that, that when you write it out, it makes the stress seem smaller, so it's more manageable and controllable. And then on other parts, saying like how you dealt with it or other things can make you more grateful for it being there. If you if the stress is from the job that you work your ass off to get and it's stressing you out, but you write it down, it will make you a little bit more grateful that you got the job. Well, I think that that goes more to just kind of getting it out there, not so much writing it down. A lot of people's 
a way of kind of coping with stress also will be kind of just talking about it and there's been so many times where i'll talk about something that's kind of stressing me out and as i'm saying it out loud i kind of figure it out on my own you know well, so that kind of reduces stress already it, right there there's just a, saying it you know th- there's a meme i saw that was that time when you or those times when you give advice to your friend and you're getting advice from yourself yeah yeah <laughs> So the final step, step five, make plans and set constructive goals to improve your situation. This is what Noel and I are actually good at helping people do because that is part of our job is setting smart goals or sp- smart is, uh, let's see, specific, measurable, uh, achievable, realistic, and timely goals. Yes. So just rather than trying to take life by the horns or just say, fuck it, let's see what happens, setting some plans and some protocols of what you're going to do can help reduce stress because it gives you that structure and control over your life. Yeah. So I was reading a different article from T Nation kind of talking about just, they kind of condensed it. It's a very short article, but what I liked that they talked about was, you know, avoid exercise late at night. So this one actually hits pretty truth for me. I don't like working out late because I am end up really amped up after the workout and I'm like a lot, I'm really wide awake. So that avoid caffeine late at night and avoid late night stimulation so so what i mean by that is don't watch saw in 3d or something you know but right before bed or anything that's got a lot of great film though (laughs) as i was gonna say what what do you mean by stimulation (laughs) so i mean hey actually they can go the other way too huh so what i mean by yeah so don't play freaking call of duty don't do anything like that that's that where you're playing like online and you're and you're getting super into it because then you end up really amped up and then your mind is racing 100 miles an hour when you're trying to go to sleep actually take the time to really relax like dim the lights so shout or flashback to a, a former episode do what noel is thinking about doing with caitlin for their new year's resolution uh put your blue light blocking glasses on i already read do that a book i do i do that at 7 p.m while in bed it's 7 p.m and it's already already on i like, got it's already it's done it's just so and you, so you that's give all... me crap that i'm old inside could you be acting any older it's <laughs> <laughs> so i could be up at 4 20 4 15 whatever i'm up early I, I just say fuck it and pound a, some caffeine and have a headache. You're telling me. <laughs> uh, so we, we say, we, or we talk about how much sleep we got or get on average. I average about four, maybe six. Noel gets the healthy amount. Yeah, full Fitbit so, says I'm getting about on average seven hours. So Christopher, how much sleep do you get? On average, two to three hours a night. Oh boy, it's stressing me out. <laughs> Noel, learn to let go of what you can't control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, You're not my dad. So some things actually to consider taking supplementing to actually help you relax is um, magnesium. Surprisingly, that's some, I'm gonna start experimenting that with you know at nighttime. I usually take that in the day and it helps with uh, muscle and heart health. But I'm gonna start taking it at night and see if it does anything. And then supplementing with. Not every single night, but melatonin. That way, there's been there'll be days where you're super amped up. Uh, you know, an hour before you need to be in bed, pop some melatonin and try and get your circadian rhythm in check. While having the goal of not needing it, don't try not to depend on so, it. Yeah, don't don't become dependent yeah. on it because that doesn't fix the underlying issue. You put a bandaid over it. Work on it, and you can use it for help when you really need it, and you'll be much better yeah. off. Get to snoozing, guys. All right, the second topic to cover is, this one's actually funny. One of my cousins messaged me. She asked me, why lift heavy? I mean, I was only deadlifting, what, 280? Not much at all. I'm trying to get that form perfect. And she replied to it saying, why? Like, why do you take the time to lift that much weight? And so that figured, you know, that's a good topic to discuss. There's, so what are the benefits of it? You know, strength training. So one of them, actually, I'd say one of the biggest ones that's applicable to all populations is bone mineral density. Yes, 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 yes. If you lift little weights, your bones will adjust for that stress that you're giving. So they won't get as dense or as strong. If you are lifting heavy weights, you think about it, if their bone is weak, it's going to snap and break. When you're in space and there's very little gravity, the bones get softer. So, lifting heavy for the bone health is really good. Joint health is actually surprisingly good from what people would think, that lifting heavy is bad on the joints. For well, muscles, it, it makes everything stronger. Why? So, why not? Well, there's a lot of benefits to strength training. You actually end up raising metabolism, which is probably the best thing that we, you know, we want. You're able to eat more. You're able to put on more muscle mass. You're able to shape and, you know, kind of tighten up the physique, which a lot of people, especially women, think that you end up with this big blocky figure. Man, you strength train 
heavy and you're going to see the body change the way you want it to be. Because when, when you stick with cardio, what ends up happening, we've talked about this plenty of times, is you lose muscle when you do cardio. If you don't have muscle on your body and you try to get skinny, you end up with this very soft, skinny, weird looking body. You also lose your butt. Yeah, you lose the butt and you get the flapjacks. You, you, li- <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally run your butt off. The other thing is for women who are worried about getting bulky, you're more likely to win the jackpot or the lottery, whatever, than you are to naturally just get bulky. I, ha- I teach a OCR class at one of the local gyms, and the way that I ran the class was so different from the other instructor, which was a lot more cardio, a lot more hit, nice focus more and we have circuits but let's move some weight doesn't have to be super heavy something within reason because i don't know everyone that well but we're going to do more resistance training and one of the members came up to me about two weeks later and said since you've been doing this with us i've noted my body's actually not as blocky it's starting to have a little bit more of a tapered shape yeah exactly so you mean you're kind of it's cool because you're introducing a novel stimulus to the body, so they're seeing these really big changes in the beginning, which is awesome. I mean, imagine if that person, you got them doing like just one-on-one like deadlifts and squats. Imagine what that would do. Oh, yeah. That is a lot of fun to think about. So the other thing about lifting heavy is, like we said, you get stronger. Yeah. When you think about it, uh, if you're really weak, don't you have a little fear of stepping off of high things? Like if you're trying to get into a big truck? Well, I mean, I don't... I've been lifting heavy, so it's not something I even think about. But yeah, there's a lot of people who can't even get up or don't have the, you know, they're not able to do it because of that. Yep. So th- it takes care of that. And another thing, what you just said, you've been lifting heavy for a while. So 280, is that actually heavy to you? No, it's, well, it's not. No, I'm, I'm trying to be perfect with my form. It's, but I mean, to the average person, that's uh, probably is a lot. It's close to 300. Like, oh my God, you know, it's a lot. Of, it's not, but... Within weightlifting, it's nothing. It, it is really, For, yeah, for a deadlift, it's nothing. It would be harder for Noel if he went from his sumo stance to his conventional with his T-Rex arms. <laughs> Which is why I go sumo. Easy. <laughs> so, Christopher, what is your deadlift at? My deadlift? I actually haven't done it in a while. You've been squatting. You posted something. Yeah, so I'm actually real upset. In Korea, my deadlift got up to 385. My bench was 250 and my squat was 315. Nice. So I was doing great over there. Then got lazy because, you know, stress of coming back, doing all that crap. And it went down. So, like, my squat now is, I think, a 295 is the highest I hit. I haven't deadlifted in, like, months. And I haven't been done, like, a one rep max on bench. I've doing been doing more burnouts and, like, actual work to try and make my chest look bigger and get it stronger for, like, You've been trying that for the past five years. Hey, it's getting there, bud. It's getting there. You made, like, one tiny, maybe, millimeter change it's in your there, circumference. Bud. Well, one of the other things to kind of keep in mind also about strength training is it's kind of in, it's empowering. It's nice. You pick it up and it's a pretty good confidence booster. I mean, you get a pretty cool Instagram picture when you're holding, you know, oh, yeah. a, you know a deadlift with the bar bending. It, you know, that looks cool. But also I've had clients, you know, say, hey, I was able to pick up, you know, a bag of dog food and it's something they want. They would have to ask other people to help them. They can do that now. So that it increases your independence. So you want to think about women talking about feeling more empowered, be more independent, don't need a man. The ultimate way to do that, just lift heavy shit. Yeah. yeah Get it, strong, lift weight, and you won't need all the motivation talks or what whatever self-development things whereas you are a woman yeah you'll you end up being you'll, you'll end up being you a source of motivation too for yeah instead of having me where you need someone else to tell you you are a strong independent woman you don't need a man to be like fuck you i'm just gonna pick some shit up like like you said do- uh, the dog food is rather than having to ask a woman or a guy whatever it is but instead of having to ask for help to carry it you can just pick it up with one arm yeah exactly well then the other thing also is it kind of points out well for me at least is well if you think about it you lift heavy for a long time you you know you don't do it right you chances for injury it just goes higher so just, like there's no way there's no way around it but me, <laughs> but uh as far as um but i'm learning a lot about my body i know that my hips are tight my ankle mobility is not that great so it's always a good way for me to keep my mobility up is i'll kind of see oh hey like right now i know that my piriformis are pretty tight so that's an area i've been trying to address that and um my ankle mobility has kind of been getting bad lately so it's two areas i need to focus on and so when i'm doing my deadlifts or my squats it's something that okay something else to improve on so you're always improving on it too it also will highlight if you pay attention to it where you're most likely to get hurt yes so christopher experiences this that when he goes really heavy on his squat and he's on his way back up his 
was it left leg or no, right? No, it's leg? my right knee. His right knee will collapse in badly. Yeah, yeah it's that, it's real bad. That's the one that uh, I had. I tore my uh, meniscus in in high school wrestling. I've gotten a staph infection in it, and they had to drain it. I, have videos I dislocated of that. it multiple times. Actually, in Korea, I dislocated it again. It was real. It was, so it was along great. with your hand and basic, right? Yeah, but it's one of those things that I was working on it in Korea to get it stronger and stuff. But it's still to the point where if I'm seriously struggling on a squat, like I can't get it, it's starting to push me back down, and I haven't bailed yet. My knee will buckle in. Like, no, while you want to talk about being stressed, watch him describe what his knee did, and you will cringe and just get super stressed. That how did he not blow his knee out? But what that did is it highlights that there's a muscle upstream yep, that I was needs gonna some say strengthening. The, yeah, I was going to say the glutes. The glute med needs some strengthening. Maybe mm-hmm. the IT band a little bit, but mainly the glute med could use some help to hold it. So it lets you know that if he steps funny. And I some do step funny. Well, you're also just fucked up. That's true. But <laughs> if, if you step funny for him, the biggest thing that's most likely going to happen if he gets hurt from stepping funny will be his leg will clap, collapse inward which means his ligament will probably be the MCL along with the ACL, but the MCL would tear. Yeah, so now he knows that. So it doesn't mean that his knee itself is messed up, which a lot of people think. It's Think of it as a car alignment. Uh, so it, mm-hmm. That's the, something I always like to point out. It's you know Just because a tire balled it from the middle doesn't mean it's a tire that was wrong the entire time. It's the alignment of the car. So I'd say his glutes. I mean, if, let's say he was a client of mine. I'd, I'd do bird dog and just see, hey, are you having trouble connecting to one glute more than the other? And then kind of go from there, do single-legged stuff, you know? Which I can tell you probably is that. Exactly, yeah. But um, see, now he knows that because of the strength training he's doing. If he was doing just cardio, he'd end up just getting injured from and being it up over time. But cardio. And he'd be small, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, so if you also up. don't like cardio, Christopher's with you on that in the fuck cardio. Everyone should be like that. <laughs> but the, the other part is like the whole what why lift heavy and everything, along with the confidence thing, it's like, because I fucking can. It's Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Who, who, all, who else in the world can like of your friends and stuff and say oh yeah i can deadlift 315 and it's pretty easy or i can bench this much or i can squat this much yeah it's you it's, end up being like people look at you in awe when they see you in the gym of you can do that and <laughs> yeah you go to a powerlifting gym in which case they're like oh, oh yeah, that's then, cute then and they're like pick that, it up and curls like, warming up with sitting there, sitting it's funny it's like yeah one sec let me go pick up this jeep real quick it's like, okay <laughs> okay calm down there bud <laughs> but you know, you're right it's a lot of fun yeah it's empowering it highlights areas that you need to work on. There's always places to improve. I've been doing, I mean, deadlifts, there's so much I still need to improve on. Uh, you you learn a lot about your own body. and Your injuries go down. And I, also, it does have a good benefit for your um, immune system. People who are really strong don't get sick as often because their body's used to the stress. So every, everything gets stronger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, also, when you, when, when you do get sick, too, and you're not able to eat for a while, you you've built muscle you have something for your body to build off of so i mean there's so much benefits to it and then that also carries over to muscle building in general which is kind of why i do it for the bodybuilding purposes but people do not be afraid of weights have fun lift them safely practice 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 and with that give me a follow find me on instagram noel cast iron fit one thing i want to add is we will be releasing merch actually really soon it'll it'll be nice we're gonna get a you know the logo printed on it's gonna be a little different than ours because our official ours will be like our own so you guys out there sorry you guys will get some some regular listener stuff but be on lookout for that knack fit on instagram and our nerd moto is working i'm still working on more posts (laughs) i'm at uh japman 50 And I'm at Brown Psycho 100. Thanks, guys. And with that, we out.